I'm Megan. And I'm Cherie. And this is Housewives History with Megan and Cherie. The podcast where we remind you why we all became obsessed with Housewives in the first place. By focusing on the good times and leaving you guys to argue about the bad ones. This once a week gap fest is sure to provide the escapism that we feel the franchises are lacking right now. Join us on Memory Lane as we take you back through Housewives history. Hey, Fran. How are you? I am great, my love. How are you? I am wonderful. So much fun. Friday. I am through Wednesday, which means Beverly Hills is over for at least another week. Yeah, we only probably, I'm, I'm thinking two more. Two more episodes. I don't know. Just two, just two more weeks. Just two more fucking weeks. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I, we can hold out. I think so. Listen, I am so excited. This is our first episode. This is our premiere. This is Housewife History. Our pilot got picked up. We are here, honey. We are greenlit. How do you feel? I'm so excited and pumped and so ready to see where everything goes from here because it's only going to be big things. Yes, I am so excited. Listen, we are doing something that I have not seen done before. I don't know, like, I've looked up the name Housewife history and all of that, and I've seen different um, IG pages and things, but I haven't seen anybody doing what we're doing, right? Right. I think we've really come up with a really good concept concept here. I think we've we've come up with a really good show. I think we're gonna have a have a really good time. And listen, I just I genuinely think that this is going to be something special. I agree. I'm pouring myself a glass of wine as we speak. Because we're celebrating You go for it. <laughs> yes, we are celebrating. No. Cheers. Yes. It's after five o'clock. Yes. It is officially happy, happy hour. Yes. And I agree with you, like that's kind of why I started, like, my Instagram, because, like, at first I started, like I said last time, like, how everything is kind of news and breaking news and all this other recaps, and I'm like, it's, it, I think how I was, I was just going through my feed, and I'm like, everything is the same, I'm like, I already knew, it's like, whoever posts it first, and then everything just comes after, and I'm like, yeah. it's time for something different, so that's kind of how... I started that and then we agreed on this podcast and I think this is totally different and I feel like everybody's really gonna like it because they get to kind of like go back in time and remember those funny moments you know yes I feel like it's genuinely the stars aligning for me for a podcast because one I've always wanted a podcast where I've had it where I've had a co-host yeah and this podcast came at a time where we came well you came up with the idea well you came up with the idea to recap old episodes of housewives instead of current um showings of housewives and it came at a perfect time for me because i was dreading reviewing housewives on my podcast real reality realness i was dreading doing it because I, I was doing the interviews yeah. and the episodes are just long and yeah. boring and I was bitching and cursing. And it was just a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is. I mean, like, if you just kind of see how Beverly Hills is just so dark, and New Jersey has been so dark the past couple seasons, and I'm like, uh, let's let's it's... remember the good times now. <laughs> right, and like, I'm not against the concept of right. recapping Me- housewives. It's just I needed better episodes to recap. Yeah, and I feel like how many times really can somebody like, re- I mean, I, I guess it's good when people have different points of views and you know. Sure stuff like that but like I agree with you 100% if the episodes were just a tad bit better I feel like it'd be so much easier yes and then when you coupled it with the fact that these are like episodes that aired this week in yeah. in history like I was like oh that's another yeah. layer that's brilliant yeah. my Virgo is Virgoing I love layers <laughs> I love storyline I love plot yeah. so like you, that was such a brilliant idea and I, I, I just kiss me it just all worked out like it, it all really, just kind of came together at the perfect it time just fell in our laps and like we just kind of ran with it and we kind of put our twist on it and we kind of just worked together and here we are <laughs> absolutely welcome <laughs> welcome, welcome you, you guys now listen to start the show off we're going to do a little bit of hcu news just to get our feet wet, just to, yeah. you know, kind of warm up, break the ice a little bit, and just kind of, you know, get into the mood of what's going on. And then we're going to give you guys what the episode is, and then we're going to dive in, do all of that, and then we have some fun stuff at the end. Right. Yes. Buckle up. Buckle up, baby. <laughs> buckle up, children, because this is going to be a bumpy ride, or as Sophia Petrillo would say, buckle up, slut puppy. I love it. Uh. <laughs> So listen, the main piece of news that I have, spoiler alert, we're talking about Real Real Housewives of Atlanta this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the main pieces of Real Housewives news that I had, we're going to start light and then go into the main piece of news or the deeper piece of news because that's really the catalyst of what today's show is about. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cynthia and Mike are getting divorced. Chill. It's... it's- not chill has chill chill, chill is still, frozen chill, chill has is, chill has chill frozen or, or has chill I, thawed like oh you know what that's how do i was gonna say i was gonna say how does that work? Chill, like heated but i'm like heated kind of sounds like a good thing so like yeah like it's chill hot now or it's chill frozen it's like what's going on, on i think chill's just on on rest it, it's gone it's not a thing it's <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> it's chill now cryogenic God damn! Like we have answer. We need answers. I need if I need Candy, Kenya, and a fucking camera. Yeah. Get to LA and yeah. go get her. I don't Let give a damn go. if y'all gotta go and drag her out of her CB Vior store in the Beverly Center. Free plug. <laughs> go get that woman. Go That's film with her. Thing. That's another thing I'm wondering. Is she gonna move back to Atlanta? Do you think? I- I don't know because like listen she's focused on her acting right now she got acting jobs she out here acting she out here doing scripts and things she out yeah. here do, she yeah. out here doing real TV she ain't got she she don't need to be studying about no reality right now so You're maybe right. so maybe she's a little too booked and blessed to be just up and jumping right back down to the Lake Bailey I'm sure she yeah. still owns it right. but maybe she'll pop in as a friend this season now that all this shit done blew or, done blew to hell or she will go to Beverly Hills. Maybe. Because didn't 
wasn't Kyle on the first season with her? Yeah, yeah. Kyle, and Kyle. Listen, if you know what's good for you, <laughs> you gonna get a camera. And you're going to carry your ass down to the Beverly Center. And you're going to go to C.B. Viore. And you're going to film something. You're just going to record. Just film something. I don't give a damn what you... Go check on that woman. And <laughs> ask her if she's okay. I don't give a damn if you got your... Ch- get Portia <laughs> ass to film it on your phone. And go down to the damn Beverly Center. And film at the C.B. Viore store down to the Beverly Center on the, we need on to the know. third floor. We need to know. Please. We, we need to know. We need to know something. I don't give a damn if it's an MC. It is an IG live. But what I suggest y'all do is get Candy, Kenya, (laughs) and get a camera and go to LA and go check on her. Y'all filming right now. Go and check on that woman. Film in her store. Yeah, absolutely. You're good to go shop and just casually casually ask what's going on with the chill situation. Like, is it, what are we calling it? What are we doing? Has chilled frozen? Because I need, like, listen. This woman spent two seasons hashtag chilling everything to this. She hashtag more than she Bailey named shit. You know Cynthia used to name everything the Bailey something, the Bailey Bowl, the Bailey yeah, Q, the Bailey like, Funeral. Even her, ha- even her tagline. I'm like, I don't know. In my opinion, I love Cynthia, and I was super devastated when she left Atlanta. But I understand. But I don't know. It might, it might be just my own opinion, but I feel like she really, really rushed this relationship i feel like she wanted to get married to him so i don't even know if it was to him she wanted to get married so bad that she rushed through everything and i feel like not necessarily i want to say the word pressure because i feel like that's a strong word but i feel like she was very adamant about hey i want to ring soon i want to ring soon i want to ring soon and he kind of like you know (laughs) i have thought because okay. you remember when Cynthia first got divorced, she, as most fresh divorcees do, are like, I'm never getting married again. Yep. Fuck marriage. Fuck a owl. Fuck a ring. Fuck a man. <laughs> I ain't got time for a bitch. I'm 50 cents. Yeah. Like, and we was with her. We was, oh, yeah. Was like, cool, girl. Riding out, girl. Go go be a side out in these streets. Go, go and visit Thotlandia. Don't go visit Portia, but go visit Thotlandia. <laughs> go to the other side. <laughs> go to the other side of Thotlandia. Go to Thotlandia adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> go, bitch, go do it froggy style, honey. We are here for it. Yes, absolutely. Until she, then she met that creepy guy. Then she met that, well, listen, I, you find Mike creepy. Not Mike. See, Not oh. Mike, the guy before Mike. Do you remember him? Who was the Mike she did have a guy before my yeah, I completely because remember, forgot. when Eva first came on. And I I, she knew about him. For, yes, and that was the guy that she was saying had a whole girlfriend down to the party. I remember when they were in the car together and she went to go kiss him and he like was moved. like, uh, 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 <laughs> My real girlfriend gonna be watching this. Go on. That is like second, that was a second hand embarrassment moment for me. I felt, <laughs> I felt it. Range. I completely forgot about that. Nah, Shout nah, out to I, that bastard. Whatever his name was. I mean, Mike. I don't, Listen. I wouldn't say he was creepy. I don't. I just feel like he wasn't for her. I feel like sometimes, and this just may be the editors or the cameraman, but sometimes when the camera zoomed on him, he looked a little serial killer esque. <laughs> He's got that vibe. I'm not saying. Mike Hill is a serial killer. But, but <laughs> he can play one on TV. 
He could play one on TV very easily. Like, if they ever turned American Psycho into a TV series, Mike I would... Dawson and audition. He better go. I, I would put Mike on tape. That's all I'm going to say. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. God bless you. I don't know what you're doing now <laughs> since your show got canceled down to the foxhole, but God bless you. Um. Oh, Jesus. God bless. Listen, let's get serious for a minute because the reason why we're here today is really because we want to just give some love to Nene Lee. Yeah, and Brent. And Brent because, you know, the news came out that Brent had a... He, he, he suffered congestive heart failure mm-hmm. and he suffered a stroke mm-hmm. and all of these things. And so um, I really want to take a moment just to send some love and prayers to both yeah. of them and their entire family because he's like 23 years old. So young. He's so young. And I I, I, I am so shocked that something like that yeah. happened. But... Um, we just gotta hope like Greg's with him and everything is going good and Nini's probably at rack right now because I know I would be if that was my child and we can only pray and hope that from here he has the strength to get better and um, that he comes out of this okay. One hundred percent. And listen, I've criticized Nini in the in the past for getting on the internet and speaking while she's mm-hmm. grieving or going through something traumatic but in this situation when she got on her instagram live and spoke on the status of brent's health i really yeah. think it took an an immense amount of strength yeah oh my god can you imagine yeah because for her to just get on there and you know let, Update us, us. let us know like you know, hey, this is what happened. It happened about a month ago. You know, he's struggling to speak right now. And just giving us that update after doing all of that with Greg for God knows how many years. So many. It just, the strength of that woman. I admire her for doing that. Because that's some real true star shit. Like, that's some genuine. She doesn't have to update us. but You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't have to do that. And the fact that she knows, like, she has such a big following and a lot of people love her, like myself, and you know, she's just yeah. I love Nene. I've been critical of Nene. Listen, I've been critical of Nene, but any but I'm housewife human resources. Yeah. It's all out of love. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I don't hate nobody. It's just business. And that's how we are, like as housewife, as content creators. Like we might have someone we love that we have to point out their bad problem or their bad moments and then same thing with people we hate we gotta be like hey this is really cool of you to do that you know what I mean so like that's just how we are and you know I'm growing with that because I know I I don't like when people like attack you personally for having an Mm -hmm. opinion I'm like we're all we all have an opinion and I that's one thing that bugs me so I kind of like I've grown a lot since then because I will like kind of like bicker with people but I'm like not no more I can't do that anymore like Oh, I'm just, it's delete the comment and block you. Like, I'm not. Well, listen, yeah. I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. I've experienced a lot less discord about my opinions since I've been in the social media space than I thought. Because I have a lot of strong opinions and I talk a lot of shit. Me too. Me so, too. like, I've expected to get a lot more hate on social media than I have. And I've said a I, lot of things. Like, yeah. I've literally accused Lisa Renna of being in blackface. 
she i i kind of i agree with you like i i stand by it i, I said just, what i said i mean so one of my followers so i'm doing it right now on my instagram um mm-hmm. ha, like housewife housewives and halloween costumes kind of like one every day till after halloween i just thought it was kind of cute we could see how people how the housewives had their cute little halloween costumes some we didn't see on tv some we did whatever but someone sent me one of my followers sent me a message of one and he said don't forget this one and it was a picture of lisa and harry and harry had the nazi shirt on i'm like i'm gonna save that one because i'm, I'm gonna Bit of nancy yeah i wanted this to be kind of like a lighter situation so i'm kind of like on the fence if i'm gonna use it or not but i feel like i'm gonna think about it but i feel like ah, i don't know I well like how about it's this dark. it's so dark if it's too dark for you to post on your social media, I'll do a podcast about it on my show, and then you can just be a guest, and then just come on to talk about it. I love it. Because it seems like people are really scared to fuck with me. Like, I be asking for smoke, and don't nobody want... Well, don't, then at the same time... Don't nobody want no smoke with me. At the same time, I'm like, so we're, season, we're episode one in the reunion. Mm-hmm. I already... Triggered. Number two on my I hate list of Housewives. She's literally number two, Erica, and then her. And I already hate her so much, and I've hated her this whole entire season. And there's still two more episodes left. I might be like, you know what? Lisa Renna, I'm putting it out there. Happy Halloween, guys. <laughs> Word. Don't forget Listen. this. Sure. <laughs> Listen, Crystal is jumping real high up on my shit list because of this reunion. Oh, okay. So um, I'm struggling I get it. to I watch get it. the rest of this reunion. And I just for that i decided to do to change my hcu roundup or my show to just a reality roundup and just invite people to talk about what reality shows they watch this week instead of specifically having to talk about housewives because i recorded my first one today and bitch love it it was a struggle i get it struggle Shout out to Barb. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> but girl, I'm sorry. That was a rough episode to have you on, girl. I, I, girl, I apologize because I was upset and I was in my feelings. No, I was too. I was 100. I, it was so wrong for Crystal what she did. And I'm not going to get into it because it's so freaking dark and that's not why we're here. But like, We ain't got time for that. <laughs> we ain't got time for that. But Diana also triggered me. And yes. I don't know if it was just me. I'm sure it wasn't just me because... But when Garcelle like kind of went off on... Kyle towards going towards Gianna, Gianna, my heart like my heart sunk into my stomach and I was like tearing up because I'm like this poor woman has to go through all this and the fact that Diana is making her like protect her family and like forget your family like mine that triggered me I'm like I just, I literally had tears in my eyes. I was like tearing up because I felt absolutely horrible for Garcelle that she felt that she, that they all wanted her off that show so bad that they would attack her kids. That that they would resort to this. And then for Diana to act so yeah. oblivious to why she would feel that way after all the shit that's going on with her son, the fact that there were attacks at her son that were blatantly in defense of her and only yeah. her. Yeah. And then on top of that, after that happened, she's still coming for Garcelle, but then wants still. to try to throw in her face that she's trying to help figure out who no. who found these bots. And the only she may be trying to do that, but she's not doing it to help Garcelle. Garcelle. Oh, she's no. doing it to clear her name. 
trying to clear her name. No, honestly, I don't know. I see. I don't know. They all could be in on it. They could not be mm-hmm. in on it. But it's definitely a thought. Like it's not. It's definitely a thought that. Like, I have that a conspiracy theory. What's your conspiracy? I want to hear. It. I love conspiracy theories. My conspiracy <laughs> theory is that the same publicist that leaked the, the um, stories about Kathy oh. bought the buys. Erica's publicist. Yeah, and I think that her and Renna were in on it, and I think that Renna's publicist is probably more involved than we know about yet because yeah. both of their publicists dropped them. Like, do you think that the bot, whatever you're like, about to say, yes. The, <laughs> do you think <laughs> the bot like they kind of like were like, hey, this is what you need to like, this is what I want you to do, but like didn't know the full con con uh, concept of hey don't like of what they were actually saying you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying like do you somebody got to program the bot okay then yeah somebody well, got to program the bot yeah. and if somebody programmed a comment so specific as to say yeah. oh, if it yeah. wasn't for your white daddy oh. you would have a police knee on your neck that that's not some shit that ai just randomly thinks and he's up. 14 he's 14 I don't give a damn if he was 45. You don't. But say the that. fact that he is 14 makes it, makes it that worse. much that's my, worse. That's my point. Like, it was so. I don't think. Uh, I. We're not going to get into this, but. <laughs> oh my God. Go no, we're not. I can, okay, okay. I can go on and on. But let's dive away from that. Let's. Let's dive away from that. Did you watch Potomac? Oh my God. I did. <laughs> how do, how you feeling? Okay. So. I liked it. There's a couple of I love first off, I love when they're all doing the picnic. It that was just my thing. Like I have I've stayed in the past. Garcelle, I mean, oh my god, Giselle and Karen's <laughs> relationship might be my absolute favorite. Mind they're you. not best friends. They are but frenemies. They're frenemies to the max. Like they yes. are literally frenemies and it makes me it, I laugh because the things they say to each other cracks me up. So, like, that's why that I bitch know. said, I never said I didn't love you. I said, <laughs> I will eat your ass up when you I fuck up. Giselle said, it. Yeah, but my ass tastes good, though. I say, Yes, that better work. I, say, I love yes. it. I just love this the is, shade that they throw at each other. See, this I love is what it. we've been needing. I don't understand the whole Michael. Ashley thing. I mean, I never understood it in the beginning. I mean, I kind of did, like, obviously. What exactly do you not understand? Because them buying a house together makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I I feel like I get get why people think it makes sense. I get that, but I don't understand why Ashley would want that. Like, she's not, like... I'll say this. Let me try to convince you. Okay, okay. Go ahead. The, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me and what I really need an answer to is are they going to live in the house yes. at the same time? No, I agree. That is the operative question for me. No, I agree because, there because that was a question of mine too. But for me, the reason why them buying this house makes sense, one, because they used to live in a high-rise apartment. Two, because I've seen a lot of couples divorce and maintain the family home and they go off and get their own separate houses. And instead of uprooting the kids and shuffling them between two houses, they let the kids stay in the marital home. And then on their week on, week off, they go okay. back and forth. Like kind of, of how kids. Gina, like Gina did. Yes. 
So that I makes get that. perfect that sense to me. That makes absolute sense to me. I think the only way I'm looking at it as if Ashley's not poor. Like, she's not poor. Like, she has money. She's Fair. still making money. She can easily... She might not be able to live the exact lifestyle, but she's going to get alimony. And she's going to get child support for both of those kids. Mike, she's right. going to be getting a lot of money. And just the fact that Michael, to me, seems so controlling. And it's just going to be something to ha- to use against. Like, hey, this is my house. It's in my name. It's in my LLC's name. Bye. Get out. So here's what I'm hoping. I hope Ashley is smarter than this. I hope Ashley puts up 50% of her own money from being on Real Housewives all these goddamn years. She she got to have a coin some fucking yeah. where. She don't dress that goddamn good, okay? <laughs> so she got to have a penny somewhere where she can put up half of the money for this house, put up half of the money to establish the LLC, put everything in the children's name when it comes to, to the LLC and yeah. the house, and establish it as something to establish generational wealth and at and assets for their children. I agree. That makes sense to me. Oh, so that sure. way, y'all have a trust yeah. that's in the LLC name anymore. where y'all put cash into that'll mm-hmm. accue interest. So when the boys turn grown, they can already have money in that account. They can already have a house that's paid for. They can have a business that y'all set up, baby clothing, selling ass. I don't know what y'all do. Right. And up some kind of business for that LLC so that there can be money always coming into that LLC while these boys are growing up and then pay that house off, have that sitting as as property in the LLC and then y'all go back and forth from your own damn houses, come and stay on and off, raise them in that house and then when they get grown, they can go back and forth to that house while they in college. That makes perfect sense to me. That does too. So we can only hope that Ashley is that smart. So I, we gonna hope this heifer is that, that smart. That so is why, kind of where I'm at with that. But I, I definitely see what you're saying. I just hope that while she doing all this shaking ass on damn TikTok, she out here talking to lawyers because listen, she ain't hired now damn lawyer. She ain't find no, mm-hmm. no, no damn paperwork. But she on camera talking about she getting a divorce. No, you not. No, she's how not. you out here. How you out here buying houses, but you ain't got no damn paperwork, but, but you talking about you getting a divorce. They don't get, I guarantee they don't get divorced. I she guarantee. ain't going no goddamn well. She, she going to sit here. She going to sit here and buy this damn house. They, yep. she, her damn coochie is going to get the craving. Ugh. Speaking of, what's your coochie craving? <laughs> um, money. Okay. Hello. <laughs> you ain't got to back it down on that. Talk, talk your shit. <laughs> This show, show, Megan, talk your shit. You know what? The way I am literally, when I feel like I can speak for everybody when that scene came on, I think everybody wanted to puke because I can see if you were saying that about like, about like Juan Dixon, you know, you know, like Michael would say that about Juan Dixon. (laughs) Shout out to Juan. I am so glad that Juan Dixon is here right now. I love it. Oh, shout out to Juan. Yeah. I can understand that, but I cannot understand Michael. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to picture it. Is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> Listen, we're not gonna read this man, man, about his looks, but we will say that his vibe is very sketchy and eerie and creepy and yeah. very Voldemort vibes. Uh, yes. So anyway, so throughout the episode, okay, so we saw. Mia, you know, when we get to the the, the bar, whatever, mm-hmm. Mia pops up. How do you feel about the Mia situation? Listen. The cancer, no cancer. We just gonna hit that 
we're we gonna close on that highlight because I didn't see the rest of the episode. Oh so I, crap! Okay. So I can't really speak to it, yeah, but I do have an opinion on yeah. on yeah. Mia. Then we're gonna get to our actual episode. Yes. Um. Yes. All right. <laughs> I agree with Robin. I think that until you have a yeah. final diagnosis and know exactly what's going on yeah. with you, yeah. this up and down, does she, does she, does, does she have cancer, does she not, is it cancer, is it not, is it a biopsy, is it not, is it a lump, is it not, does she yeah. have three breasts, does she not, like, like, we don't know what's going on with you, so until you know what's going on with you, keep your ass awesome. off social media. Got it. I love that, and I feel like that is a good place to end that at because I agree with you a million and ten percent. So with that being said, yes, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna get into our episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta from the HCU history and really get into the shit. Yep. So Stay we'll tuned. be right back. Stay tuned. <laughs> Hello. Hey, babe. And we're back. <laughs> okay, we are back. Now, listen, we've come to your part of the episode. This is your expertise. This is where you get busy. This is where you talk your shit. Because yes. you came up with this brilliant idea to recap nostalgic episodes from this week in history in the HCU. And I could not be more grateful that you trust me with your brilliance. Oh my gosh, I can't, I feel the exact same way about you. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, sweetheart. I do what I can. And listen, to really double down on how great you, I think it's perfect that you chose for our premiere episode for season one, episode one of Housewives History with Megan and Cherie to do season one, episode one, of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Absolutely. Talk about it. So it aired October 7th, 2008. Insane. 14 years. Absolutely insane. It's it's so crazy to me because my son is 14 and he was born in 08 in February. Just thinking about it, that he was only a couple months old. (laughs) Yes. The (laughs) fact that I can remember watching the first episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta and knowing that it was 14 years ago, I'm like, I'm 31. Why do I feel like I'm 50? I know. It makes you feel so old. Okay. So, (laughs) the episode is called Welcome One, Welcome Atlanta. Kind of just like a description of the episode per um, Bravo. The custom-made mansion built for NBA wife Deshaun is revealed for the first time. Sheree Whitfield celebrates her birthday and the start of a new chapter in her life by throwing a party at her state. Mm. What kind of else I threw in here, which kind of like a a little fun thing. I wrote down <laughs> their taglines from season one, if you would like to hear them. Of and course. Gonna, we are going to, you can, I'm going to tell you my least and favorite, and then you can do the same. I feel like that's kind of fun. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So starting with Lisa, if it doesn't make me money, I don't do it. We have Deshaun. I always knew I was destined for greatness. Nini, Nini, I don't keep up with the Joneses. I am the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Tim, in Atlanta, money and class does give you power. 
or I think it's mm-hmm. one of the two. Anyway, and then Sheree is people are intimidated by my success. Your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. So you are I, so mean. <laughs> so my least favorite, I would have to say, would probably be Sheree. And I feel like it's the same reason kind of why you think it's because she doesn't have much as of right now at that moment why she's really a successful Atlanta resident I mean I don't know that's my opinion and I kind of like my favorite kind of is Nini's I feel like I don't know I, I feel like it's it's cute it's it's to the point it's kind of it's her for sure I don't know I just kind of liked it I like the vibe and I liked it you know <laughs> Listen, this is why we started a podcast together because I have the exact same opinion. My favorite is Nini's, my least favorite is Sheree's. Because I'll start with Sheree because it's short, sweet, and simple. Yeah. How is Sheree (laughs) successful? I mean, she has beautiful children, so she's a successful mother. Sure. (laughs) Let's go with that. Sure. Let's go with that. People are intimidated that she's a successful mother. There Let's go. go with that. that. Fine. That should be her. T- <laughs> that should have been her tagline. Fine. Next season, season fifteen, we'll work on it. <laughs> the reason why Nini's is my favorite is because it showed stardom from the very beginning. Out the gate, it was yes. lightning in a bottle. It was witty. It was clever. It was a play on a cliche that we already know. Love that. We were already familiar with the phrase, keeping up with the Joneses. Yep. And she flipped it. It was clever. It was brilliant. Hers yeah. also seemed to be audibly louder than yeah. the rest like of the housewives. Good out. It, it really stood I, out for me. I said I, that because... First off, the whole thing with Sheree, we went into that. We don't know why she's successful. Especially if you're starting out watching the episode. I've never heard of Sheree Whitfield before Atlanta. So I don't know who she is. So I can't say you're successful. But, like I said, as you're watching it, you kind of see why exactly. Anyway, so, and Kim, I feel like if you do not live in Atlanta, you do not know that money class gives you power there. You know that I mean? was my honorable mention, actually, for best tagline. Really? Okay, but I mean, it's not a bad tagline. I, I like it, but I feel like that would be my question. It's not a bad tagline, but it gives me questions, and I'll tell you why I like it so much. Okay. Because I feel like people are going to interpret her saying it in Atlanta, money and fame can buy you class a very yeah. obvious way. Right. But before I get into that, I do want to say the reason why I like her her um, tagline off of the rip is because it kind of reminds me of Kyle's arc of in this town and oh, around yeah. here and in Beverly Hills. Kim yeah. kind of gave me that first yeah, with, that in part. Atlanta, money and fame can buy you class. Okay, I see that. I like it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, see? I that. That's one reason. But the second reason is because I feel like she was saying money and fame can buy you class because she was pushing this whole big papa is a celebrity. Oh, yeah. And okay. her whole stick 
this season was spending Big Papa's money. She's got oh. a famous boyfriend that buys her everything she wants. She got into the high society and the cool clique of Atlanta because she's got a rich celebrity boyfriend that is this big mystery. So money and fame did buy her class. Yes, I 100% agree with that. I totally see that. And um, yeah, I definitely, I feel like it's the opening for Kim and how kind of we get to really know her. So I get that. The main reason why I like it is this reason right here. I said Money and Fame did by her class, right? It said L for sure. I mean, not class, but... <laughs> but it made me want to know what Kim's definition yeah. of class okay. is. Yeah, I mean, I see that. Because, like... Question. I, I get it. What? I have questions. What do you Ooh. define as class? I feel like class is you know how to present yourself in a very appropriate manner like kind of keeping yourself together and not showing people that you're falling apart kind of like not necessarily falling apart but kind of like like hey I don't I'm you're gonna come at me and scream at me and yell at me in a, in a party for the people I'm gonna walk away or I'm gonna shut it down like I am not going to stoop to your level right or as Mariah Huck would say I would not come off my chariot and throw tomatoes with you, sweetheart. Yes, or in Candy Burris would say, not say is we're gonna keep it like Michelle Obama. Because <laughs> when you go low, I'm going low with you. Yes, we're not that, but not even just that. It's like I said, just kind of presenting yourself. You know, not like I, I feel like that's the best way I'm gonna put it. Like kind of just presenting yourself very well, and you know, not necessarily even being successful. Because I feel like you don't. Have to- <laughs> to be you know it's kind of yeah I feel like just a good way of presenting yourself well that's fair shout out to Kim and her classy ass Ken (laughs) so we start with Deshaun in this episode and yes As much as we loved fame, wealth, and exorbitance back then, Deshaun's most rich and exorbitant ass rubbed me the wrong way from day one. Right. Because... Go ahead, babe. So, when I watched this, like, 14 years ago, I don't... I remember Deshaun being boring. I don't remember her being this rude. I I just I couldn't with her I just I wait a minute cause for me what ticked me off then is the same thing that 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 ticks me off now the house manager acts as me and yeah. we don't deal with the other people we don't talk to those people we don't yeah we don't just, and call them those people I was like wait a minute bitch hold on wait wait there's wait a minute. So many other ways you could have said that you could have been like you know, we are busy people and it's hard for us to, you know, to kind of like talk to everybody all at one time. So that's why we're hiring a, a you know, a property manager. Like there's just so many other ways you could have said that. Yes, like she could have wrapped that up real easy by saying like, we're busy people. 
and this person helps to micromanage such a yeah. staff. I am, she's here to relieve my interaction with the staff so I can be focused on my children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would have been great, and that would have been perfect. Instead, we got I don't talk to those people. And my my other question is why does she need so much staff? Why? Why? He's got two kids. We're asking Drusador the exact same question. Why does that heifer have 12 people on her damn staff and not one script but calls herself an actress? Yeah, I don't understand. How do you afford all these people? How? Like, what is your payroll? Heifer, you know the MC Hammer story. Her husband is um, an NBA veteran, but like... But he's retired. Right, and I didn't know who he was. I didn't either, but I, I also don't know sports, so. I don't either, but I don't either, but he was a Cavs player and, and I'm from Cleveland, so that's the only one was like, I was like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> so she got all this money with a retired player we don't know who spends all the time out of town because he coaching or whatever. Six days a week. <laughs> He out of town six days a week coaching coochie. I mean, players. And she feels like a single parent. Yeah, I would too. I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, yo, now I would say, now, now this is just me Virgo in my Virgo. I would think that just because the, the parent isn't home or in the household 24-7, don't you think that he would have more of a presence? in the house to make her feel like she wasn't a single parent, maybe physically, but not like, oh, she's raising kids by herself. Just yeah. like, that was a peculiar little phrase for me. I was like, really, a single parent? There's not much else to say about Deshaun. <laughs> There's not, because they got divorced shortly after the first season. So shout out to her. She lost a bunch of weight. She looks good with a bowl haircut. She gained it back. Oh, well, damn. She her bald haircut in. So she, yeah, she gained it back. Not a lot, but she she still looks, I mean, I she still looks great. My other thing is, and I've already mentioned this to you, like, on the side, but if you go and rewatch Atlanta the whole season, I want you guys to count how many times she says foundation. <laughs> Make it a drinking game. Oh my God. I'm going to make a note of that and go back and watch the first episode in, and then add a voice note in this episode saying how many times she said foundation in the first episode. Yes, please, because... I have to make a note of that. It's That's all I remember her by, and it's kind of sad. So <laughs> that's all we have to say about Deshaun. No offense, Lauren Deshaun. Well, I'll close on Deshaun with this. The last time I seen her, Carlos King got uh, yes. the OGs together down to the uh, nightcap. And her and her bold haircut looked amazing. I think she looks good with short hair. I love her bold haircut. I want her to keep it. I love that she looks like Curly from Hey Arnold. Stop it. I love I I love that. I'm not being I love the haircut. I do. She looks beautiful. I think she should keep it. I also think she looks like Curly from Hey Arnold. Those are mutually exclusive. I said what I said. Oh, God. Um, Get that. Shout out to uh, Sean's um, people. 
Yeah, shout out to whoever did her hair like that. I hope it was Miss Lauren. Shout out to Miss Lauren. Speaking of speaking of Miss Lawrence, the way and child, we'll get to it in the episode. But the way Miss Lauren, did she- I just looked up curly hair. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait till we get to that in the episode. Who's next? Yeah. <laughs> so I want to bring another. So then we get to Nini, right? Uh-huh. I have a couple things I want to say. Please. When they're sitting down for dinner, why can't Nini have bread? <laughs> I can't. I, 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 uh, maybe it was one of those t- because maybe she was one of those people who grew up watching people who refused to eat on camera maybe she was one of those people who just refused to eat on camera but I'm- Greg even said something to her she's, he's like no bread I'm like why does she have a oh, <laughs> maybe she was trying to be on a diet for the show and trying to tell Greg okay. make sure I don't have no bread now I don't think she expected him to say it on camera right? she should have like tapped her knee or something or text her on her Motorola. Motorola <laughs> Razor. <laughs> but what <laughs> me about this scene was how forced her conversation with Bryson was. Yes. Her inflection and the way that she speaks sounds so forced. Bryson, you need to clean your room. It makes zero sense why your room looks a mess. You are 18 years old. <laughs> I was like, why are you talking like that? Like, bro. <laughs> Another part I want to bring up is when they're at Brent's birthday party. Why did Greg give him a $1,000 check for an investment in front of all his eight-year-old friends? Why did that make sense? I have no, like, what, what were you doing? Because he finna spend that whole thousand dollars on chocolate milk and candy for them little fast ass girls in his class. Yeah, like why? I don't understand. What is his eight year old ass gonna invest in? <laughs> Did you just like play that up for the cameras and then put that in a little, a little, little like trust account for him? Like, is that a trust account? Like, or just not give it to him at all? <laughs> <laughs> If, 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 if you listening to this, tell us what, what y'all really did with that thousand. Because <laughs> I know you ain't get that boy that damn check and let him keep it. Shout out to the kids at the birthday party. <laughs> what bank is Brent? What what bank is Brent going to at eight with a check? And don't do with it. Going <laughs> to invest into flaming hot Cheetos? <laughs> like what is he going to invest in? Chuck E. Cheese. Little Debbie. <laughs> Left or right twigs? Like, what is he investing in? Legos? That would have been a smart investment. No shade. Yeah. No shade? Maybe he should have invested down to the Legos, down to the holsters, down to the Little Debbie. He should, maybe he should have paid $3,300 in each of them. Because I don't know what... Listen, because that child... Nene, let us know what the hell he did with $1,000 for real. Because understand why y'all flex that money in front of his little ass friends. Like, like last ass girls ain't going to be all in his little pocket. Oh, my God. Are you, like, in the car or something? I am. There's, like, a lot of noise. I don't know if it's a wine kicking in, but... I am. And my headphones died. 
Oh, I love when that happens. I have some backup headphones. Let me see if these make it any better. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where that check went. Hello? Yes. How's that? Better. A lot better. Okay, sweet. Perfect. So, I so, want to know where that $1,000 went. <laughs> yeah, that's the question go? of the episode. Where did that $1,000 go? still has it <laughs> uh, 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 no based on his older brother habits and based on her spending habits bling 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 them bitches is mad um I don't feel like he got the I feel like that that thousand dollars went down to some sneakers and some clothes and some video games yeah, and some chocolate milk and some candies for some little nine year old hoochie Just my opinion. I get it. So then we come to Kim. Oh, God. (laughs) Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Kim and all 18 of her children. And Kim. (laughs) And and shout out to Croy and his booty pad. (laughs) And his booty implants. God. (laughs) Okay, so we come to the part where Kim talks about herself. About <laughs> the her way married, you said that was funny. <laughs> about her married sugar daddy. Yes, about her married sugar daddies. And buys her an Escalade fully loaded cash. I'm trying to figure out. I have questions. One yeah. second. First of all, we need to implement another drinking game for every time Kim <laughs> says fully loaded. Because I feel like that's at least five shots by itself. Yeah, within the first five minutes of Kim's. Within the first five minutes of fully loaded Escalade, right? Uh, Now, second, I'm trying to figure out what are the complexities of her calling Big Papa and then writing this check for the full 68,000 some odd dollars, right? Did he, like, did she call him and then he wire it to her account? Did was that his checkbook? Right. What was the complexities of that? Because it was confusing. I'm thinking what he's married. I mean, he's married as hell. (laughs) He's married. That still married. Probably they kind of have their own bank, private bank account. Maybe, maybe he did set her up a whole account because this is back in the day. You know, this was the tail end of back when dudes was, like, setting up and keeping bitches. So, like, they would, like, set them up in their own little spot, pay all their bills, have a little separate account where they funnel a little money to, you know, embezzled or whatever. Um, And, you know, they set their little girl on the side up. Maybe that is what it is. Maybe she got her own little side account and she was calling him just to let him know, hey, I'm finna spend $70,000 on the car real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna call you to put on a show and act like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah because it's such a short conversation on the phone it's literally 0.5 seconds yes uh, like, 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 like it was like hey I'm finna go get a Cadillac but then she made but then what was crazy to me was that it sounds like it's the first time he's hearing about this Cadillac yeah for sure so this conversation is literally a minute and a half long 
hey, I'm about to buy buy a Cadillac. What do you think? It's really pretty. I want it. Oh, okay. I'm I'm gonna stroke my my um plastic hair. All right, cool. Pass me a pen. And you know what else I'm thinking? This is kind of totally off subject. What is Kim's coochie craving? Big pop of money. No, <laughs> but I feel like after that was done, mm-hmm. they got home. She either a went to his. They met up. <laughs> they went to his house. They met How up. about to say that didn't happen? She paid. She paid her debt. You know, in a different way. Yes. Or she just sent a picture of her fake boobs to him. Maybe. What I, I feel like. I feel like there had to be some coochie craving involved. For sure. Big Papa was craving coochie. Now, yeah. now I don't know it if her coochie was craving, but he was craving coochie. He was craving six. Listen. You think I don't listen? I'm not saying Kim wasn't. I'm not saying Kim's. I'm not saying that Kim's original face was unattractive. That's not what I'm saying. It wasn't. But what I'm saying is, I don't give a damn how attractive you are. A man is not going to buy you a car without expecting to recoup on all $68,000 worth of car. So I'm trying to figure out what what $68,000 worth of of coochie look like. Do you give that all at one time? Is that over an increment of days? How like, long? I feel like it's a, it's like a marathon. Cause you got a whole wife that you got to get back home to, and childrens and things. Right. So I don't understand how much time you really have. So it was probably a quick thing. How do um, we convert sixty-eight thousand dollars into time of coochie? It might not even necessarily be time. Maybe she did certain things. Maybe she. Give me some ideas because I'm trying to make the math math, and it's not. <laughs> Okay, so she probably did a strip tease. That's probably okay. Worse. You think she took her wig off though? Hell no. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Hell no. No, can we talk about the wig though? What's wrong with us is that we are the exact same person and we think the same thing. And it's now we have a podcast where we're going to talk about it every week. <laughs> the wig. It's. You know what the wig reminds me of? Party City. Party City, but I feel like plastic. Fits, yes, I feel like it fits Kim well because she smokes. Can you yes, smells like that wig probably smells <laughs> like grandma's house. It probably <laughs> smells like a lazy boy in a retirement home or a trailer park. It probably smells like probably has ashes in it. <laughs> it probably smells like a dirty. <laughs> blue collar stepdad who lives in a trailer park and beats his wife and drinks Bud Lights out of a can and smokes Newports to the filter. Yeah, to the filter and like spends all of his money on Newports and there's they're just everywhere. I feel like that is kind of where we're at with Kim. That's where we're at. And she loved loved a good vest. She, a vest, this woman was attracted to a vest. And I'm trying to figure out, was the fact that her hair was as shiny as her blouse intentional? Like, was that a thing back in the day? Because I wasn't wearing wigs back in the day. 
I wasn't either. So I, I feel like apparently it was. And I am not, I am like not the person. I don't like to talk about people's looks unless it's something like this. This is her wig. This is something different. Because <laughs> she was a beautiful <laughs> woman back then, but that wig was tragic. <laughs> Let's just be all the way real. It was not a Miss Lawrence wig. Or a, it was well. Listen, what Miss Lawrence did to Sheree by the end of this episode, I'm not gonna let 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 you forget how he slapped them curls out her head like a goddamn ocean wave down to the waterbenders of the Avatar. But we gonna get to it in the episode. I'm just trying to hold on, but you won't let me be. The problem is, is that. The only reference I have to Kim's wig is like Pamela Anderson, but Pamela Anderson's hair never looked that artificial. No, it looked like a like a plastic plant. It looked like a fake wig. It's it looks much- like a wig. I don't think Big Papa spent money on that wig. I don't think he paid for that wig. Now, I don't understand why he didn't pay for that wig. Or why somebody didn't tell her to go ahead and just buy a full lace wig and stop trying to have that piece of cow leg that you call your real hair hanging out the front of it. Probably bought it from somebody selling them in the subway. I guarantee you that wig was probably a thousand dollars and she got scammed for every penny of it. <laughs> she looked like the person she looked like the person who was buying wigs just because they was expensive and didn't know a damn thing about quality. So she was buying some expensive ass, tacky ass wigs. And here we are. And here we are. And now she has better quality tacky ass wig. No, 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 I'm joking. Kim's hair is lit now. Kim's hair is lit now. She got it together. Her wigs are, now her lips are (laughs) Rena adjacent. Speaking of, what happened to her lip kit? Didn't she have a lip kit or a cosmetic company? something i wonder what happened it probably went out of business bankruptcy hmm. <laughs> what's wrong well i mean she is sheree's franchise so my other thing i want to bring up with kim mm-hmm. is she loved a bad wig she loved, loved a, good... a bad wig like <laughs> jane loved... mansfield honey. <laughs> she loved a good vest she loved a shiny i feel like her jeans were always too tight they were always too tight. Like they were always love, low rise. They were always true religion. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like her love handles. Well, there's nothing wrong with love handles. I feel like. Ah, I'm not gonna agree with that. I'm not gonna say that there's nothing wrong with love handles. They're not. They're not attractive to me. But I feel like they always overlapped her pants. Yes, that's the problem. See, I'm attracted to dad vibes, so it's not the love handles per se. It's the way that you present them. Yes, that's, that's my that's my point. You read me. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got me. Yeah, like love handles and low rise jeans don't mix. They I feel don't. like she was wearing the jeans that her kids was fantasizing about because they watched Lizzie McGuire. And there in itself in lies a whole nother list of issues. Like it's giving, I'm not a regular mom, I'm a cool mom to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't like it. Shout out to Big Papa for molding Kim to who she is today. Shout out to Big <laughs> Papa. What is Big Papa up to? Who is Big Papa? Didn't they announce who he was at some point? Yes. Who is Big Let's Papa? I'm going to tell you who Big Papa is. I will tell you everything you want to know about the Big Papa. 
T. <laughs> so I'll talk more about what the hell is wrong with Kim. I'm trying to figure out why she got her face done so dramatically. Like now, that 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 mind you, I'm not here to judge anyone for getting plastic surgery. I don't judge nobody for getting plastic I'm surgery. Plastic surgery. I'm here for it because at the end of the day, it's money well spent on Kim. I don't know about her kids. Now, one of her kids is grown, so I'm gonna talk about the oldest one. But the one that's still a minor, we're gonna leave her alone. But her kids, I don't. It's not settling all the way, huh? Did you know that? Did you know what? that um, Ariana got arrested? For what? What the uh, hell she do? Wasn't she the young one? Wasn't that sweet yeah. supposed to be innocent? I don't know. I didn't watch her show. DUI. Get, the younger one? Yeah, Is she 21? Uh, no, she's not. She's like 17, I think. Girl. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So, Big Papa, his name is Lee Najjar. He's not that attractive. Never heard of him. I haven't either. He's a real estate broker, and his mm. net worth is $50 million. $50 million. Okay. He has an Instagram. He has an Instagram. But it's private. What's his Instagram? Lee underscore... Najjar, N-A-J-J-A-R, but it's private. Do you think he'll accept my? <laughs> Adam and well, Adam from the Adam from our podcast Instagram page and see if he accepts. Yeah, and see if he'll um, if he wants to come for an interview. Yes, get on that. Okay. Add him from our Instagram page and see if he'll accept it. Shout out to Lee Najjar. Shout out to Lee. Because <laughs> we love it when Kim calls you Big Papa. You're all, you're everybody's big papa. You're everybody. Well, I ain't gonna say everybody. You wouldn't mind me, <laughs> You might be everybody. You some people's big papa, and we do not judge anybody for you being their big papa. Is big papa still married? I think he is. To the same woman he was married to when he was with Kim? I believe. Shout out to his wife. What's his <laughs> wife's name? Um, let's see. Lee Najjar's wife. Do you need me to stall? Kimberly. Her name is Kimberly. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Can the real Kim Najjar please stand up? Can I say something really bad? (laughs) You absolutely can. I'll take all the heat for it. If he's in the business with one of them and moans out a name, at least... No one will get offended. At least he he's smart. Yeah. He's smart. Lee Najar is smart. Lee, if you're listening to this, please come on for an interview and let us know if you chose this woman partially because her name was Kim. I wonder if the fact that her name was Kim had anything to do with the fact that this is the woman that you chose to put up and make your actual mistress. We just want to know. That's all. We just want to talk to you. We ain't going to jump yeah, you. Five, give, just give us five minutes. Give us five. Literally, all I need is five minutes, Lee. Come on, Big Papa. Come on, <laughs> Big Papa. Come on, Big Papa. Give us a little something, Big Papa. Give us a little something. I'll shake my titties for you, Big Papa. Big Papa, uh, give us some money for our 
Lena Jar, if you want to sponsor Housewives History with Megan and Sheree, hit our <laughs> hit our Instagram at Housewives History with MC. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> and and like Lisa Barlow, I will gladly do some favors for you to get this podcast sponsored. Oh my girl Lisa. I love her so much. Shout out to Lisa Barlow. Hey baby gorgeous. We love you. Let's okay. move on. Let's move on. All right, so we're done with Kim. Mm-hmm. For the moment. For now. <laughs> we move on to Lisa Wu. Uh. In my opinion, Lisa Wu seems so wholesome. Yes. <laughs> so- she seems so fucking normal. Do you remember when she recently came on to Atlanta? Oh, my God. And she cussed drew sadora ass the fuck out or no no she cussed sing your ass out she did and then she was not at the fashion show she said bitch let me say what the fuck i'm saying damn <laughs> i was like whoa listen <laughs> hey yo what happened she looks very different too does she yeah she does not look the same which is fine i, I mean, thought she just gained a little weight i feel like she looks like a little kim i need to get into that man <laughs> I need to start wearing my damn glasses because I got a big ass TV and I just let that compensate for the fact that I can't see. Maybe I just need need to start wearing my damn glasses because I don't, I didn't notice she didn't look the same. The, li, little Kim, you say? <laughs> In my opinion, I might be wrong, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe. We're not having a good track record with Kims on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get sued. We're gonna get sued by which Kim do you think is gonna sue us first? Uh, Zolzia. <laughs> Fair. Now, now, mind you, hopefully she gets too tied up suing Nene ass for saying she was a fucking racist and caused a toxic work 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 environment down to her lawsuit with the Bravo and the Andy Cohen that she run out of money before she can come over here because it's, because the last time I heard her and her good wigs. We're closing businesses left and damn right. I ain't seen no uh, damn cashmere skincare nowhere. And and Croy's not working at all. I don't know what Croy or his booty implants are doing. Does Croy have an OnlyFans? Does his booty implants have an OnlyFans? I feel like they all do. <laughs> What's Croy's OnlyFans? Look up Croy's OnlyFans. I'll give it five more minutes while we look up Croy's OnlyFans. It, okay, let's see look- if he has one. All you right. quick on the keys. Who's next? And I'll just babble about them. Lisa Wu. I Lisa feel like Lisa Wu was the only... The reason why I liked her so much was because she had this rich-ass husband that was actively playing in the... Or, or that was actually, like, qualified to play in the league, but he just got hurt. And she didn't give a damn about his money. She was so focused on the fact that she made money. She had these businesses. She had a clothing line. She's a real estate agent. She got her coins. If it don't make coins and it don't make sense, like she was about her bag. And we, she barely mentioned that her husband was in the NFL. She was like, yeah, so I'm a real estate agent. I have a brokerage firm. I have a clothing line. I sell hair. I knit clothes. I do car rentals. I sell Airbnbs. I do timeshares. I sell watches on the corner outside of Costco. And you know, my husband used to play in the NFL, but he got hurt. Oh, gosh. Like, I feel like Lisa Wu was the first. I have several jobs. She was just, she was different. And Mm -hmm. 
That's what I really liked about her is that she didn't brag. Mm-hmm. She didn't rub in her wealth. And I feel she like bragged about she making money, not about that. having it. And that's a difference because that's a hustle. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. She was a hustler, child. Now, what's T on the Google search? I did not find any OnlyFans. The only article I came across was uh, apparently Corey walked in on Brielle doing the nasty. And that's kind of gross. Ooh. Yeah, that's was she gross. filming for OnlyFans? Does Brielle have an OnlyFans? I wouldn't doubt it. We ain't got time for that because I don't even want to know. We all, so far, we only know two that have OnlyFans. Denise and Larsa. Denise and Larsa. So make a note of that. Let's look up all the girls that have an OnlyFans and we'll put that in the next episode right after we figure out how many times this Sean Snow said foundation. I love it. Make a note. I'll look all that up after the episode. All right. All right. So um, I just kind of brought up the the bowling alley in Lisa Wu's house. I, the, child, and they real casual about it. Like, yeah, you know, we having a party at the house. Yeah. No doubt in our private bowling alley. Yeah, who oh. the bowling alley? Deshaun. Deshaun Snow. She got all that goddamn house <laughs> and five minutes worth of opening footage. Probably more than to, to talk about all this big ass house and all this staff. And, and we barely even saw her damn kids on the show. Never. We ain't see her kids. We ain't see her damn husband. But who we did see... He was that damn house manager. Her foundation. We ain't see her damn staff. We ain't see her staff. We ain't see her foundation. <laughs> Where was Deshaun's staff that she don't fuck with? Do you think Deshaun still has her foundation? I'm gonna look it up. Deshaun- I don't think she still has her foundation. I want to know how much shit that her staff stole that she didn't speak to. She still has her foundation. She still has her foundation. What's the name of the foundation? The Sean Snow Foundation. Wow. Well, I can just imagine who they helping out. She hasn't posted anything on her Instagram since 2020. Wow. So maybe it's not a thing anymore. Well, we'll list the link to the Deshaun Snow Foundation <laughs> in the description of the episode. And if they're posting on their Instagram, maybe you can make a donation to whatever the hell it is they do down there. I love it. Shout out to Deshaun. Shout out to Deshaun. All right. Yeah. So then we move on to the charade. To the, to the charade. So she said she was mm. among Atlanta's elite. Who? Oh. <laughs> who like who was these elite? <laughs> who was the elite? She said real estate moguls and rappers mm. and, and like football stars or sports. Whatever. Do you think Marlo was among the elite back in his day? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you think Marlo was at the party? <laughs> <laughs> was Marlo's name on the list and Nene's wasn't? They hated each other their first time they saw each other. Shout out to South Africa. I'm sure we'll probably cover that episode sometime um, during the history of this podcast. So then, Sheree goes on to say she's expecting a seven-figure number in her divorce settlement because she wants to live the exact same lifestyle she has 
Look. What checkbook was she balancing? <laughs> how much? I, I you know what? I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up how much Bob Whitfield is worth because that'll kind of give us an idea. Yes, because I want to know just compared to what money he has now, what money he was making, what and, and while you at it, look up what his last contract was. Got it. Okay, so Bob Whitfield's net worth in 2000. Okay, well. And he retired in 2007. Mm-hmm. So as of now, his net worth is 12 million. When did Housewives of Atlanta premiere? Um, 2008. So this says right here. Hold on, I'm gonna bring it up. In December of 2000. Oh, I just can't get over how he looks. Anyway. Listen, we met. <laughs> we know you're not in a luxury. We've met Bob. <laughs> so he, in 2000, he signed a $30 million contract with the Falcons. Okay. He had a $30 million contract. I so wonder how much like, of that was guaranteed. Yeah. So, because he retired in 2008. So it was eight years after that. So it does not say anything about 2008. So... I don't know. I mean, so he had a good piece of coin. I'm sure he had a little money in the bank. She could have got set. I don't think she could have got seven figures. No, maybe six or five. I think she could have got a good six figures. Yeah. I don't think she could have got seven because if he was worth $30 million, unless she had no prenup and he was worth $30 million. Now, mind you, he signed a $30 million contract. That does not mean that Bob Whitfield was worth $30 million. From what I do know about sports is that in football, that money is not guaranteed. So we don't know how much of that $30 million Bob Whitfield actually earned. Exactly. Exactly. So I just don't believe that in their divorce settlement, she would have ever gotten seven figures. Do I think she could have gotten a good six amount? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do I think that she could have got seven? Not a goddamn chance in hell. And then, you know, what's funny is in this episode, she talks about her fashion line. Episode one of season one. And before, hold on. Before we get to Sheba Sheree, I do want to say this about Bob. How do you think that if she got a seven-figure lump sum and was expecting alimony and child support, how was Bob Whitfield supposed to afford that when you done took half his shit? Right. You was expecting double digit. You expected a seven, a seven figure lump sum when he was already net worth at possibly seven million, at seven digits. So that means you would have had to take half his shit. (laughs) How was he supposed to keep paying you, and for how long? If you were supposed to get half his shit and a fucking lump sum, and then he's supposed to pay you the rest in alimony and, and, and child support. How much alimony were you supposed to be getting, and how much children was he supposed to be supporting? <laughs> math needs to be mathing. You fucking with a Virgo. Weird. I need to know what the facts are on this one, because that don't make no, no, no damn sense. The limit does not exist, Sheree. She's too much, and it's just it shows. Well, since you... And it shows by her saying in episode one of season one of The Real Housewives of Atlanta that she wants to start a clothing line called She by yeah. Sheree. We and we can tell in the first episode 
that this clothing line ain't gonna be shit. We knew. I knew from day one, and let me tell you why. That tacky ass fabric she was holding up in that scene in her house when she was talking about, oh, this is fabulous. Oh, this is gorgeous. It's gonna be very classy, elegant pieces. And that ugly ass fabric looked like a swimsuit cover up at best. I was like, what classy, elegant pieces are you putting out with this swimsuit cover up? I just can't. I, I don't understand. She Remember when I told you that I don't understand some fashions? She's one of them. She is, listen, when was Sheree ass ever fashion? Like we talked about offline, her trying on these dresses for her birthday party in that ugly ass paper boy hat. The hat. Why? Not hers on the hat, but... You... Like, what? You didn't feel like doing nothing to your hair till you got down to the Miss Lawrence? Like, what is up uh, with this hat? I couldn't. And then... Ugh. You know what else I want to bring up, too? Remember What's the that? part where when they're in going over the party details, mm-hmm. how the... What was it? The florist that didn't show up? Ugh... Do you really think the girl called him? I don't think she did. I think she lied. No, I don't think she called she him. She didn't. She didn't. She lied. We didn't get no audio of her talking to this florist. No. And it seemed like the way they made it look, they made it look like she called the florist sitting right there in front of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we got no audio. So all it so all we got was call the florist and then it cut to well the florist said that he didn't know that he was supposed to come. When did he say that? And the fact all we saw was you dialing your Blackberry. We didn't hear nail conversation. And the fact that she literally sat there and said, well, he needs to come now. Who are you? you were what do you mean? You were not among the elite. Who are you? You're going to get to bounce the check. How are you successful, Sheree? You're going you're to bounce the check to the poor man. Because I'm trying to figure out how the hell you trying to get first of all, how much money do you have that you expect in a seven-figure lump sum out of Bob Whitfield, you expect him to be paying you spousal support while you getting oh. divorced. You expect him to pay you alimony after your ass get your seven-figure lump sum. And then you expect him to be paying child support to the kids every month. It's time for her to wake up because I don't think she's living in the world that we're living in. From episode one, we knew Sheree was nutty as squirrel shit. We knew. We knew. I didn't like Sheree. I do not. I'm trying to figure out. I wonder what event. I wonder what event. I wonder what Evander Holyfield and his daughter think about Sheree Whitfield now. Shout out to the assistant who was Evandy Holyfield's daughter. <laughs> Shout out to her. Because I want to. What's her Instagram? Find her and see if we can okay. get her on the podcast for an interview. How do you spell name? I have no clue. I just know the last yeah. name was Holyfield. I don't know what her name is. We're going to figure it out. Just look up Evander Holyfield and see how many kids he got. And if we got to pick off all his kids one by one, I'll look up his daughters until we we figure out which one was his child. Down to the shout out to Evander Holyfield and his kids and all his daughters and the girl that was dialing the Black Fairy that we don't know if you did. You call the damn people. Come on the pod and tell us what it was like being her. Did she pay you? Did Sheree pay you? Oh, I can't. 
horrible. Like I just, she never paid Anthony, but did she pay Evander Holyfield's daughter? She didn't. I got questions. I got questions, and I, and I want answers, and I want them now. I want them now because it's our podcast, and we want the answers now, honey. Yeah, we need to know. We need to know, honey. We we know we gotta know. On and on about she by Sheree, and I can't right now. <laughs> And child, listen. We're gonna move on, please, because we done spent fourteen years waiting on this bullshit, and I done spent fourteen years talking shit about it. I don't think I got nothing. I don't think I can come up with another read for Sheen by Sheree didn't do it. I can't with her. She is just a hot mess express. We're gonna leave it at that. Okay. And if you take our code Housewives with MC, <laughs> you'll get a 20% yeah. discount off at She by Sheree. If you take our code History down to the She by Sheree, you'll get a 20% off of your purchase on your $300 sweatshirt. <laughs> Let's move on. Kim and Nini's friendship. Maybe one of my favorites. When they're good, them they're in good. this mall, so good. When they're good, they're good. Yes. And then when, when they're bad, good, they're gold. And then when it's bad, it's ugly. Yes, it is terrible. How long do you think they knew each other before starting this show? I don't remember. I feel like it was a little bit because she said they both met at the gym. That they both they met the at the gym. They had the same trainer. You think Kim really went to the gym? <laughs> I feel like she Do did. you think Nene really went to the gym? Do I you think either one of them really had a fucking trainer? No, I feel like they probably met each other at a strip club and didn't want to talk about it. If you were Kim and Nene's trainer in <laughs> season one and you're listening to this podcast... <laughs> Follow our show on Instagram, Housewives History with MC, and slide in our DMs and let, let us know. know. You can say Just anonymous. let us know. You can stay anonymous. Just let us know what. You can stay anonymous. You ain't got to tell us who you. We ain't going to tell nobody. <laughs> but I just want to know what they paid you and how good a clients they were. How often they came and did they actually to train with you. And did Kim wear her wig to the gym? <laughs> Let us know. You can come on the come on the podcast anonymously. You ain't got to tell us who you are. We ain't going to tag you. We ain't going to do nothing. We ain't going to jump you. We just want to talk. Boo. That's all. We just want to know, boo. But that scene in the mall was lovely. But I will say that scarf that she tried to convince Kim to buy was ugly as hell. Was so ugly. That Kim, that scarf was ugly as shit. And this is why I don't think they was real friends. I don't think they really knew each other. I feel like they probably been to a party or two. Their kids probably went to the same school or some shit. And they vaguely knew each other. And I feel like she was just the closest white girl that she could find to sell this show to this network. Absolutely. 100%. I feel like Nene walked up to Kim in carpool and was like, listen, you and your wig look fabulous. <laughs> Do you want to be on this show? I don't feel like them bitches knew each other at all. I, I, no. I don't feel like they knew each other. And I'm not calling them bitches, <laughs> but they are actually bitches in real life. So 
I, I'm not saying they they're they're bitches. I'm not calling them bitches. I'm just saying that they played bitches on TV. Oh Kim. Oh Kim. Oh Nini. Shout out to the people at the store. Shout out to the. If you were working that day when they were filming, or a guest, if you were a guest and you overheard their conversation, if you were the lady that had to get the yellow shirt that she was wondering if it worked in nighttime lighting, follow our podcast on Instagram. We want to know. We want to know. Come on the pod. We just got a few questions for you we just need to know because I want to know what the hell they actually paid for and walked out of that store with for one uh huh how do you feel about Nini's original hairstyle cause this is gonna come up later in our show I kinda liked it I thought it was cute do you think it was a wig or do she or do you think she had a sew in I think she had a sew in I think she had a sew-in, too. Now, my problem with her sew-in is that her part was not well-defined. <laughs> it wasn't on tight. It, it wasn't on the right path. Her part was not on the right path. Like, her part was not parting. Like, it wasn't giving red seat, if you will. It was bad. So, it leaned itself to be misconstrued as wiggery. No doubt. Now. Shout out to Kim and Nini. Shout out to Kim and Nini. Can we jump forward yes. to this lunch that they go to? Is she, are they with Kim's mother? Who is this lady that, that they was, was at lunch with? That was her best friend. Her best I wanted Kim's to, best friend? Yeah, it was the woman that was... I feel like they had a falling out. Um, That's how we should have known Kim was lying about her damn age. That's your best friend? Who? Let's see. Um, let's you should have just said that was your damn auntie. It was, I forgot her name. It was... If you were Kim's best friend <laughs> in 2007... When they were filming this show, follow our podcast on Instagram. <laughs> it was Colby. It was a week. It was. Uh, what was her name? A woman named Colby is fierce, though. She died. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my condolences. R.I.P. Colby. What? What's her name, Colby? <laughs> Colby, like K-O-L-B, like. <laughs> like Kim D. But Colby. Yes. Well, rest in peace, Colby. I don't know what you died from, but I hope that you didn't die in pain. But with that being said, if you are a woman named Colby and you're listening to this podcast, follow our podcast on Instagram and just let us know that your name is Colby because I want to meet you and say hello. God, that's, I'm going to have to rewatch the episode and figure out what her name was. I don't think it was, I want to say Tracy, but I know that's not Oh, it definitely wasn't Tracy. Shout out to, shout out to DJ Tracy. If you're listening to this podcast, DJ Tracy, <laughs> follow our podcast on the Instagram. We need to start a drinking game for every time I tell somebody to follow our podcast on Instagram. <laughs> 
we gonna kill somebody of alcohol poisoning on episode one if you want to sponsor if you want to sponsor the person who's actually gonna be dumb enough to do the drinking game challenge of taking a shot every time I tell somebody to follow our Instagram slide into our DMs on that Instagram (laughs) listen let's talk about the lunch cause one, I have audio problems with this lunch. I feel like they weren't mic'd. I kind of agree. The audio was real chill. Like I felt like I hear I heard a whole lot of background noise. And it seemed like they were talking real loud to compensate for them only having the mic that was attached to the camera. Okay. I see what you yeah, you know what? You're right. It's first season. They ain't got no budget. They don't even know that this is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, and they're not, not only that, but I feel like they're just kind of going with the flow. Yeah. So I feel like they still in the mind of maybe like doing a sizzle reel. Yeah, for sure. But this look, but the way that it, the way the audio played in this scene, it really sounded like they was in the food court at the mall. (laughs) Is it just me? No. It really sounded like they was at the food court at the mall. It sounded like they was down to the Sabaro <laughs> at the Lenox Mall. Because I was just like, listen, they talking about charade party and they talking about, do you think, because I got to go back and listen to when Sheree was on Carlos King's podcast because she did say she intentionally left Nene's name off of the list. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh. If you didn't watch this show 14 years ago. Um, she she said on Carlos King's podcast recently that she intentionally left Nene's name off of the guest list for her birthday party oh. to create good TV. I and I'm gonna bring that up too in my um in a little later when we get to the party, which is coming up shortly, but actually cool. it's actually coming up next. <laughs> so sweet. So what I wanna know is I'm oh, sorry, yeah. That was my point because mm-hmm. Well, first, I want to get go to. Sheree says that she's much classier than Nene. Are you? <laughs> Are you? I don't think she is. In what way? Right. You At know what Nene Sheree pays. gives me? Nene pays. Nene pays her bills. We ain't never heard about Nene having no no damn liens on no properties. Nene will shut a store down and not tell her employees, but it's not because she 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 has tax liens. She was bored. <laughs> we'll say that. We ain't never heard of her employees saying she ain't been paid. Absolutely. They may have been sleeping with her husband, but they got their check on time. <laughs> Rest in peace, Greg. <laughs> but I listen, I wanna know. Sheree gives me the type to, to to your point. Sheree gives me the type just because Nene comes off apparently ghetto, right? And Sheree seems like the type to stuck up. She stuck up. Yes, talk your shit, Megan. <laughs> she, I feel like she she looks down on her, even though they came they cut from the same cloth. They yes. bought the they own the same sweater vest. <laughs> they own the same sweater dress. <laughs> they own the same sweater dress. They go to the same hairdresser. Now I don't know if Nene went to Miss Lawrence. 
Do you think she went to Miss Rome? I don't think so. Okay, because I was about to say, now, if he fucked up two bitches in one episode, <laughs> we need to, no wonder he retired and went on to acting. Shout out to the movie Bros, which Miss Lawrence is starring in. Shout out to Miss Lawrence, period. Shout out to to Miss Lawrence, period, honey. She's still bald headed, work. Go ahead and um she's starring in the movie Bros. That 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 just came out recently. Go and support. It's a gay rom com. Go and support the children. Um right. So I'm trying to figure out, do you think, because she did say that she left her name off of the list intentionally, but she never did say if she actually, or if she did, I don't remember, if she actually called and gave Nene an invite. Because Nene says at this brunch in the mall at the Sabaro <laughs> that she got an invite from Sheree for the party yeah, and she got it very her. last minute. She called her. So my thing, I'm, I mentioned was so if I, I found it suspicious that Tiffany um the PR person mm-hmm. said I might I may if you don't remember but she said I may not have to oh I remember to get you the final draft of the guest list but trust me that was a plan but just trust me that's my point I feel like that was said on camera for a reason yes but make sure it looks good 100% and what bothers me about it is the way they treated her well that one and then two the reason why I don't I almost I question well I'll say this did Nene specifically say she got a call from Sheree yes that's where that's a red flag for me because she said that her and Nene had a falling out. Well, Nene said her and Sheree had a falling out. And the falling out was... And she gets a random call for Sh- from Sheree and she wants yes. her to come to her party. Yes, because they had a falling I... out because her and Deshaun were at a, at a club. And she went over to go say hi to Sheree and her friends. And Sheree acted like she didn't know them. I call bullshit. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Or... It's one of two things. Either one, Sheree did call her and she didn't think that Nene would say that on camera. So she set up the uh, PR yep. girl to say, yep. I can't get you the, the uh, final list to, to cover her ass. Mm-hmm. It's either that or Nene knew that she wasn't invited to, 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 to this damn party and she showed up anyway. And Because the reason why I say that, Sheree has a PR girl and an assistant. Do you really think Sheree, who already don't like Nene, who thinks she's classier than Nene, who don't even fuck with Nene like that, would personally call her last minute to invite her to her party when she's already dealing with all of these people who are calling her, trying to get on the list and get invited to the party at the last minute? And she's saying yes to all these party party crashers while she's simultaneously complaining about her party being over 100 people in her house? Another point I had. I feel like it was a setup. I don't think I don't think Nene knew about it. I feel like Sheree set Nene up to make her look bad on purpose. I and agree. That is my final thing on that. I feel like she set her up on purpose because she knew that she could just blame the PR girl because it was on film. So you feel like she called Nene, invited yeah. her to the party out the blue, yep. and you didn't think that Nene would say that on camera. Correct. My that is how I feel. Fair enough for me. 
Yeah, I feel like that. And then that was my other point, too. When they were um, getting the hair done, when Sherry was getting her hair done, she Ooh. literally told Lauren that um, she said that she so many people kept trying to get into the party um, and that she had no more room for people, but then she kept inviting people because literally Kim called and asked to bring two people and then Lawrence originally asked if he could bring one person and then she then Lawrence asked again if they can bring one more person and she said yeah fine no big deal like don't do that yet cutting to confessionals of her complaining about her party having so many people and complaining about it being in her in her home and all of this stuff and it's her house and she's complaining about it like she's not the one that's okaying these people being invited to the home and she literally said that um, everybody wants to be at her party and it was the talk of the town. Is it? I don't think it was. I feel like in her mind it was. Because the only people we got calling and asking can they bring guests were people we've seen on camera. Like Kim, who's a castmate, and Miss Lawrence, who we've seen her on camera with getting her hair done. Can we talk about this hairstyle, please? Oh, uh, yes, can we? <laughs> I thought... I was trying to give Miss Lawrence a pass because Sheree left the salon with her hair still in rollers, right? Facts. Or she had it rolled up and had pins in it or something, right? Yeah, Uh uh-huh. So I thought that she was going to go home, take the rollers down, comb it out, brush it out, and it was going to be the style, right? Exactly. It looked like she didn't do a goddamn thing to her hair. No. Nope. What? What happened? And then on top of that, I'm trying to... Well, Lawrence runs the salon, so she, so Lawrence couldn't come to her house to, to do her hair. That's fair. But what you think about Sheree's makeup and the fact that it was put on with a spray paint gun? I feel like the whole thing was just all bad how would you feel about would you have a party with a hundred people in your house absolutely not i would take it somewhere what i mean i can see why she would want to be in her house but at the same time i would not want that's a lot of people that you have to keep track of in your house yeah taking your stuff or just like going in your basement when it ain't finished they could be doing the dirty in your bed like yes just so they could be going and stealing your secret plans for she by sheree yeah (laughs) not like they could not like be i don't know i think the worst so they could be like not washing their hands and touching all of like i don't know i totally see that i just i just didn't understand so they show up to the damn party (laughs) this made me like This, literally laugh out loud i actually felt the opposite i felt i i had secondhand embarrassment that's fair i i think after i got the laugh out and the reason why i laughed is because of kim's reaction when they yeah. were still doing cutaway yeah. co- confessionals kim is standing in the goddamn <laughs> driveway of sheree's house yeah. talking about my name is on the list 
Nene's isn't. I was like, oh, the drama, the drama, the drama. It is and so fucking funny. And then I thought about it. I was like, yes. And you at this woman party with all these hundreds of people in her house with a camera crew. The fact that when Tiffany went up to get Sheree and tell her what was going on, Sheree did nothing. Sheree did nothing. And the she fact that it. Tiffany carried her motherfucking ass up to Sheree to do anything when you're the one that couldn't bother to get the guest list back to her to okay in the first goddamn place. Why are you going up to Sheree? You should have handled this. And in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. And she Sheree didn't want her there to begin with. Like Sheree didn't want, want her ass there no way. And that's why I feel like we got that whole scene of her saying this guest list has to be so tight and so strict we have to have the upper echelon the elite of the elite of atlanta also why do you think sheree's accent was so hard i because <laughs> it's sheree and she's so freaking dramatic <laughs> like she has a dramatic accent she's just everything about her is dramatic her look her attitude her voice she still has that same accent and still tries to have it but i just don't understand that but i was trying to figure out like what is that like you i feel like that entire scene was established to set up nini's name not being on this list yeah and i feel like sheree truly believed that nini would not say anything about her giving her a phone call off camera i feel like she didn't expect that to happen and she expected that episode to go with Nene just showing her ass up to yeah. the party looking like, uninvited after they yeah. set, yep. set, up, set up that they're frenemies and then she looking like Nene tried to crash her party yes that's my point too because nobody else is really hearing that conversation they're just kind of seeing that hearing oh Nene you're not on the list Nene like that's embarrassing like how can you that's that? so embarrassing and acting like your party is something special it's your freaking birthday party it's your birthday party in your house and then on top of that you and got a hundred plus people in your house. Sheree got 300 people standing in her kitchen. <laughs> Where was the elite of Atlanta? They weren't at that party. <laughs> Answer me that. If you were at you the smart party. one of this group. You're the smart one on this podcast, Megan. <laughs> Where was the elite of the Atlanta? They weren't at that party. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who... The, I didn't see Jermaine Dupree. I didn't see Ludacris. I didn't even see Lil Bow Wow. Nobody was there. Nobody. I didn't even see Candy. And Candy Nobody. was the elite of Atlanta. Imagine if we would have seen Candy at that birthday party the year before she came on the show. Mm. Where was Candy? Candy is the elite of Atlanta. She had a Grammy at that... Candy was already worldwide. She was out wherever Atlanta's elite was, which was not Sheree's house. Candy was somewhere where the real socialites and the real money and the real elite folk be. I don't know who the hell the hundred people was. It was <laughs> Sheree's family members and all her damn cousins trying to get a lick on this damn show. Uh-huh. I want to know who the hell was the elite because you know Atlanta... You know that Bravo and the production company would have been clamoring to show off all yeah. the celebrities and the That's elite of Atlanta really. that showed up at her party. Yep, my point too. I said the same thing. We didn't get one goddamn celebrity. We didn't even get a B-list, a D-list celebrity. We got nothing. 
we didn't even get the host of the local radio show. We didn't get no special cameos during Sheree's party. I'm All we got was Nene getting her ass embarrassed down to the front door of that lady house. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Talk about the episode, child, because I'm getting, because I could talk good. I, girl. So that is pretty much the episode, and I want to get into this one part that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. It's the part where Deshaun's making the bed. And she girl. does not know where the grow pillows go. She don't know where the throw pillows go. And there's something that she says in that part that hurts me. It eats me out. She was like, yeah, when we don't have help, we mm-hmm. we do this ourselves. I was like, where's your slaves, girl, locked in the basement? The and fuck is wrong? Like, like, what you talking about? And she's like, Where's this, where does this pillow go? It was a freaking throw pillow. Where it's a pillow. You throw it on the motherfucking bed. Bitch, it's a throw pillow. Face value, Deshaun. Face value. While you have an estate manager, girl, you, bitch, we got a house. Go get your foundation together. Go get your foundation. Go fix your foundation because the way your foundation looking, God ain't about to bless your mess. <laughs> and from the looks of it, we see what happened to your, to your foundation. It gone. Do you think it. she kept the house? It's gone with the wind. Fabulous. I think she sold it. I would have sold that goddamn house. How, how, how the fuck was she gonna pay for it? Yeah, how the fuck was she gonna pay for it and all that goddamn stuff? She's too much. Like she, uh, I don't remember her being like this. I just how you think Deshaun living now? I think she's living comfortably. Deshaun Snow, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast right now. And you want to let us know how you and your bowl cut are doing and how you living right now. Subscribe to our podcast on Instagram at Housewives History with MC and slide into our DMs. Just let us know. Just let us know how you and your bowl cut doing. We'll be happy to have you on the podcast. Gladly. We can talk about your phone. We can talk about... Let us know how your foundation is. We Come on and talk about how the Deshaun Snow... We will personally make a donation of $5 a piece to the Deshaun Snow Foundation for you to come on and let us know what y'all down there doing now. Did you say $5? A piece. You got $5, don't you? I donate $5 if you'll match me $5. I will. I will. That's a lot of money. Speaking of $5... Speaking of matching donations to a charity, <laughs> Nene still hasn't written the check to the destroy to, to the Detroit schools. Did she ever get the check and match Kenya for that twenty five thousand dollars? I don't think Kenya even had it. Kenya said she wrote the check. Now, mind you, I didn't see the check. I ain't seen the check. I didn't see the article or the Instagram or the Twitter post where the person from the Detroit school... The lady from the Detroit schools, (laughs) if you are listening, head of the Detroit... The superintendent of the Detroit public school system, if you are listening to this podcast right now, and you can procure and let us, if you can let us know what happened to the $25,000 check that, 
that Kenya said she wrote to y'all. Follow our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that is episode one of season one of Atlanta. That was season one, episode one. What a... There couldn't have been a better way to start, to start our takeover of Memory Lane I because we are the real housewives of podcasting at this point. And I feel like That's instead of Wisteria Lane, we're going to take over Memory Lane. It was a great start for sure. It was a great start. We are officially in a gated community. Memory Lane is in a gated community. We behind the gates. We with the elite of the elite of Atlanta with with all the celebrities. Officially, we are in there now. Shout out to uh, cheers. Yes, cheers. Cheers to our first recap. Yeah, baby. I love it. Now, with that being said, we're going to take another quick break and we're going to come back and just have a little bit of Nene Leaks fun. Yes. Okay. Stay tuned, guys. Yes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be back. Hello. Hello. We are back. Okay. Wait a goddamn minute. Because I just saw the picture. (laughs) Of Lisa, Lisa Wool. What's going on, Lisa Wool? I told you. I told you. If you're Lisa Wool's dermatologist and you're listening to this podcast right now, I want answers. Follow our podcast on Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause what? is going on with her face. I could not tell you. I'm not here to read anybody's looks, but I will say it looks like she has some unnecessary filler. For sure. I agree. Shout out to Lisa Wu. <laughs> now, bef- now, before we move on to our Nini nostalgia, There's one other thing that I wanted to say about Nene before we moved on. Okay. How much do you think Nene got paid by Bravo to settle out of court and drop her lawsuit? Oh, I feel like it was a pretty penny. How much do you feel? uh, Like, just give me a guess. If you could guess. Three million. Three million. That's what I'm thinking. Three million. Okay. I'd say I would probably say one point eight. Okay. That's a good number. I feel like she probably got a season's worth of her salary. That's a that's that's a good number. Anyway, shout out to Nene. I hope you are right. Once again, we're both praying for Brent. Um, I hope that everything is all right with Bryson and his health. I yeah. hope that everything is all right with your glam babies. 
and all of your son's baby mamas that you refuse to acknowledge. But <laughs> this is supposed to be positive. We're supposed to be having fun. Listen, let's talk about some Nini nostalgia. And I just want to have some fun and talk about the good old days and dedicate yeah. a whole segment to Nini. Um, page six dropped an article recently it may have been a re-release but i came across it recently actually it came out um let's see when the article came out buzzfeed dropped this article october 11 22 and it's 10 quotes nene leaks gave to pop culture to prove that she's a cultural icon right love it my girl now my girl right now mind you I love Nene Leakes. I feel like she has iconic quotes. I feel like she has too many to count, right? Sure. I wanted to read this article and feel and see how many of these quotes we feel like deserve to be in her top 10 and if we can come up with any better ones. Okay. Okay. All right. So the article says Nene Leakes is a legend, point blank, period. As one of the OGs of the Real Housewives of Atlanta franchise, the reality TV star has kept us entertained for over a decade. Born Lanethia Monique Johnson, and affectionately known as Nene Leeds, she has been a force since she first hit our screens. From her reality TV moments to the characters she played on television shows, to characters. There are a few dull moments there are few dull moments when leaks is in the picture. And that is why this post is all about Nini's ability to create a catchy phrase in almost any moment is a talent. Although some of the so, some of those phrases have caused us to clutch our pearls, the Georgia native has given us moment after moment that has become synonymous with everyday life and language. Let's tap into the many times Nene gave us new vocabulary for many of life's situations. Okay. Number one. Okay. I said what I said. <laughs> Love it. I've just decided that I'm going to try to do all of these as she said it in the moment. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> that's a great way to start off a top 10 Nene Leaks quote. I feel like that's definitely one of the ones that is probably quoted the most. Yeah, a hundred percent. I totally feel like that is. BuzzFeed said that I said what I said is probably the most iconic statement from Nene. Its iconic status likely said, let's let's have a drinking game for every time that BuzzFeed uses the word I- iconic. <laughs> okay. How about that? I love Um <laughs> Its iconic status likely rests in the fact that it's so dang relatable. If you need to double down on a situation, let someone know you aren't joking or offer a sense of sarcasm to, to, to the story. Just hit him with, I said what I said. <laughs> They'll get the point. Absolutely. Okay. Number two. Ooh, child. The ghetto. This is the moment when she shows up to Kenya's house in season five. And this, honestly, 
I feel like a better quote would have been, ooh, child, not a white refrigerator. Yes. That was a better quote from this scene. And ooh, child, the ghetto, the ghetto. Yep. I remember that line, but only if I'm watching that scene. I don't feel like I hear that line quoted very often. It was actually, the ghetto part was actually like a TikTok sound. Really? It was, yeah. Well, I'm not on TikTok like that. I had a brief stint with TikTok, and then I was like, oh, I'm not. Mm. This ain't my vibe. (laughs) Shout out to TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) But I just think, ooh, girl, not a white refer. In fact, one of the TikToks I did was a, was a quote of Nene doing the white refrigerator moment. It was, ooh, child, put your shoes on, let's go find you a home. Yes. Ooh, girl, not a white refrigerator, put your shoes on, let, let's go find you a home. I feel like that was more iconic than ooh, child, a ghetto. I agree. And honestly, when I hear ooh, child, a ghetto, why do I think about Phaedra? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know. <laughs> And then you know what else I think about? When I hear, ooh, child, the ghetto, I think about the first time Kim Zosiak went to go see Candy's new house when she first yeah. bought the dream house. Yep. When she was like, I had to lock my doors. She's so stupid. Evil bitch. Or, as BuzzFeed's number three top Nene quote would be, she's so nasty and so rude. Yes. Oh, they got me back. Cause so nasty and so rude. So nasty and so rude. Oh, God. I could literally just say that for ten minutes, just back to back. And like I like I could literally just be the gift. Like you. Like, you know how on GIF, it just says the same thing over and over and over and over and over again? Yes. I could be the GIF and just be like, so nasty and so rude. I love it. So nasty and so rude. I love it. So nasty and so... No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) I could say that for an hour straight. I feel like that is so funny. I loved that part. I loved it. I'm not a Kenya fan either, but I feel like that was also one of the classic ways of just taking somebody trying to read you or throw something at yep. you and just flip it on their ass and be like, all right, bitch, you think you got me, honey? I feel like she was great at that. Like, I feel like Nene was really great at just flipping some shit that somebody said to them. Like, right. my favorite Nene flip is when Claudia tried to say, they don't make that in your size. And Nene was like, they make them when you got the coins. <laughs> they make them when you got the coins. I said, yes, bitch, you better have a coin. Claudia so hard. I feel like Claudia read her ass from Puerto Rico all the way back to America. That bitch said, when you were my age, you had edges. And like the I, peed on my, I peed on myself when she said that. I peed on myself. She said, and then she said, bitch, when Nene tried to be like, oh, you're in your 40s. Claudia said, yeah, and you look twice as old as I do. Uh, Read her ass, the house down. 
the house style. But my two favorite Nene comebacks from the Puerto Rico trip was they make them when you got the coin. And and you you better worry about my garage, honey. You you lift that garage up and see what's in that garage when you lift, lift, lift the garage up. Don't worry about what's then, baby. Worry about what's now, okay? <laughs> It's to worry about what's now, okay? That shit was so fucking funny to me. That was so funny. I agree. But I don't know if that's on this list yet. Number four was you and your wig. (laughs) I love the wig references. I love any wig reference, but if they didn't have Nene Leaks in the gift doing it right now I wouldn't remember this quote <laughs> I feel like buy wig is a better quote yep buy wig yep buy wig or I'm sure I don't they do have a good one as number five when she told Claudia alright girl bye when she doing the wave, I feel like some of these top ten quotes work better as gifts, but they don't really tw- translate just as quotes. Yeah, I can see that. No, I see what you mean. Buzzfeed, if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> and you want us to write housewives articles for your company, we got your back. Follow our podcast. At Housewives History with MC and slide into our DMs for our booking fee. Absolutely. We got your back. We got your back. Number six. <laughs> I'm that bitch. You remember that one? I do, but I feel like it's not. I feel like these aren't iconic Mimi. They aren't. I'm very underwhelmed. And mind you, I could think of plenty of better ones. And mind you, I'm reacting to this live with you because I didn't read this before we um, started this phone call. What are you on? Okay, let's read the rest of them. And I want to, I have some written down and none of them have matched. So I want to, I'm kind of curious on what the other. I don't think any of mine have matched so far either. What are let's the last see, three? Okay, let's see. What are the last three? Um, number seven is, and I have to do it like she did it in the episode, so it so it actually <laughs> okay. hits. Okay. There are no possibilities. Not iconic Mimi. They must have not really watched Mimi. It's not iconic. Once again, it works better as a gift. Are eight and eight, nine, and ten iconic? Number eight. No. Okay. None of them are iconic. So I'm going to read mine. Because I feel like yeah. I have iconic and Nini quotes. Let's go and- for it. I'm kind of shocked that this one wasn't on there because this is iconic Mm -hmm. Mimi. Close your legs, married men. Period. That is iconic Mimi. That is Nini season one. 
how is that not that's classic nini close your legs to married man that that wasn't even on the list that wasn't on the list buzzfeed failed buzzfeed failed y'all did not understand the assignment if you want us to write a housewives column let us know boo let us know you know what to do we've been telling well i've been telling you to do the same thing for the past two hours y'all know what to do and you know what the house and you know what the instagram is we don't need to say more okay all right (laughs) so what's the rest of yours so i got is your wig squeezing your head too tight heffa that was a good one that was a good one right that was a good one that's a good nini quote all right so the next one is where is your scooter yes that wasn't on there either. Where is your scooter? Where is it? You don't had everything to happen. <laughs> That's the so funny. Reunion scene ever. Oh my god. The way she spit that bitch up and chewed up and down. The way she chewed her ass up and spit her out all over Andy's tie. <laughs> she said, Go, Miss Privilege. Go, get your ass out. Go. Good <laughs> Abby said, the door is closed. I love her so much. Okay. Number four is the one we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. If Doy had $10,000, he would get his nose fixed because who wouldn't want to breathe? Yes! <laughs> you truly have iconic Nene quotes. I just I wrote know. down my favorite ones. I also had... This was season five. You better watch mm-hmm. those B words or you're going to end up over there in the ocean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love it. This one was a favorite. I said, Mark is twirl- twirling right out of the mirror. Him and his nose ring. Bye, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Mark twirling right on out that mirror, returning him and his nose ring. Bye, Mark. That <laughs> shit was. That's the, that's my favorite one so far, out of the whole episode. This is a this is a funny one. What the hell is Kim hanging doing around hanging out with Lindsay Lohan, Daddy? Oh my God! Yes. What the hell is Kim doing hanging around with Lindsay Lohan, Daddy? And then she goes, and then the scene goes up a little bit, and then she goes, Mr. Lohan, Mr. Lindsay Lohan, Daddy, you go on back to Malibu. Okay. Shout out to Michael Lohan. Michael Lohan, if you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) you know what to do. I ain't gonna say it no more. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't gonna say it no more. Oh, Mr. Lohan Daddy. Shout out to Mrs. Shout out to Mr. Lindsay Lohan Daddy. How you doing? How you doing? God bless you. (laughs) That is all I had. Staying out of jail, I hope. Listen. <laughs> In Malibu. In Malibu. Shout out to Malibu. Denise Richards lives in Malibu. Does she still live in Malibu? I think so. Well, shout out to you and Aaron and his big old penis. <laughs> My Nene quotes. Now, you know I come from hip-hop, so I got a top five. I love it. I look at ten. <laughs> Work. Mine are, and this is in no particular order. This is not sweetie, okay? 
<laughs> I am not one of your children. <laughs> yes. I don't think it's necessarily iconic, but I say that to my husband all the fucking time. He's probably like, who's sweetie? <laughs> Who the fuck is sweetie? <laughs> Who is sweet? He's asked me that. Who is sweetie? I was like, don't worry about it. You didn't watch the episode. It's all right. It's it's actually more fun if you don't know. He still don't know to this day who's sweet. Shout out to my husband. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> He's not listening to this podcast, but shout out to you, Martin, Daddy. I love you, Team Daddy. Shout out to you. Um. But I say that to him all the time. He could, but I, but what makes it funnier to me is I say it completely out of any context that would warrant me to say it. Like, it's not like I say it when he like shushes me or when he steps on my toe by accident or when he misplaces my flat irons or something. Like, oh like my husband could ask me, so how was your day? And I would be like, this is not sweetie, okay? I am not one of your children. Like, for no like, reason. What? what 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 the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what the actual fuck is wrong with you? But I do it because it makes no sense to just say it and just yeah, randomly out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, baby, I love you. This is not one of your children! It's just, it's so funny. Like, it, 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 it tickles me. It makes me happy. Y'all allow me to have my joys in life, okay? All that matters. That's all that matters. And speaking of, that leads me to my next Nene quote. Support me, bitch! I'm going through everything! Oh, my God, Marlo. <laughs> Once again, I use that quote all the fucking time. There's so many all things the to use it with, though. I, I say it to my sister all the time. Like, for, and, and mind you, she barely knows who Nene Leakes is. <laughs> doesn't watch Real Housewives. Doesn't watch reality TV. Barely watches television. Shout out to you, Kelsey. Hey, Slick Boot, I know you listen. <laughs> My sister gonna listen, honey. My husband ain't listening. He don't give a damn about the um, shit that I do. He's just supportive and lets me just be crazy on the mic and just go on and make the money. Shout out to you on the road, daddy. I love you. But Kelsey, you watching. Shout out to you. Cheers to you. I say this to her all the time once again completely void of context she'll be like girl how was your day I'll be like support me bitch I'm asking you about your day I'm literally supporting you bitch I'm literally supporting you now another one that I use once again none of these I use in any context any context it's just shit that i love saying because it's funny as fuck and it's even funnier when it has no purpose being said oh my god the music ain't that good <laughs> i listened at it on the ipod i forgot about that <laughs> oh my god that is i say that I shit forgot about that one this is where my cousin Ari enters the chat. Shout out to you, Deadpool. I didn't realize I would have this, this many shout outs. <laughs> I got a lot of shout outs. Y'all bitches better be subscribing and listening to this damn podcast. I'm shouting y'all asses out. Y'all better be support. Support me, bitch! 
Lindsay Lohan daddy. We are going through everything. Trying to find Lindsay Lohan daddy to come on this podcast. <laughs> Honey. But yeah, child, I say that to my cousin Ari all the time because she 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 sends me new music to to listen to because she know I don't listen to all these newfangled mumbling ass weird named ass rappers. I don't right? Know. I'm too old for that shit. I, 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 my ass is 31 years old and, and I carry myself like I'm 47. Same. So I don't know nothing about these newfangled rappers. Okay, but. I like them when she has the aux cord when she, when she's in my car. I listen to it when she in my car. She plays all the good versions of the little young rappers that I don't know nothing about. So I let her have the aux cord, right? <laughs> but every time she asks me, have I heard somebody's music? Every time she asks me anything about a new song, have I heard this person? Do I like this song? What do I think about this song? I say it every time. I'm like, the music ain't that good. <laughs> I listen at it on the iPod. I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's, it's the only thing that comes to my mind anytime. Especially if I don't know who she's talking about. I completely forgot about that. It's so funny. Now, the only one on this list that I have that actually probably is an iconic Nene quote is yeah. Bye Wig. Yeah, I love that one. Bye, Wig. That is classic, iconic Nene Leaks. That is the only one that I have that is classic, iconic Nene Leaks. Like, you know exactly. You could have... You you could probably have never seen The Real Housewives of Atlanta a day in your life. But your wife knows Bye, Wig. You will know Bye, Wig because your wife has said that to you with no context whatsoever yeah. and yeah. and you just have to laugh because it's funny to her and you have to no idea <laughs> husbands who have to suffer through your wife bitching and screaming about quotes from housewives that you don't know what the fuck they talking about Definitely. if y'all are listening to this podcast because your wife is listening to this podcast we love you follow our instagram <laughs> and then you'll know I said I wasn't going to say it no more. Y'all know what to do. My bad. <laughs> Support us, bitch. We are going through I, everything. I loved it. I love these quotes. I, I love them. I got one last one to um, take Ooh. us home. I can't wait. Let's see. And this is from the season that we were just talking about earlier. Okay. Are you the parking meter, motherfucker? You are not the parking meter lady. I can park wherever I want to. You are not the parking meter lady. I, that, I love that entire scene. That shit was so fucking funny to me. Every inch. And then she goes, what, is, what, I forgot what they were talking about, but she goes, your floaters, those damn floaters on your chest. Oh, ain't nothing big over here, bitch. Yeah. Them two floaters you got sitting up on your chest. That's yeah. what's big. <laughs> them two big floaters you got sitting up on your chest. I said, what the fuck? And then she said, whoever whoever did squeeze you a little bit too tight. Pulled you just, just a little tight. I said, girl, Nene was gassed. But it's real. <laughs> Somebody put... Nene was fully charged. She was ready. To that shit just took. I love it because Nene be going on, and I got an honorable mention. I got an honorable mention because 
Nene just tends to go on and her quotes turn into monologues real quick. And it leads me to an honorable mention. I love it. Holy, 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 holy. Let's not go there with the children, okay? We all raise our children to do the best that we can. And I know that I did not raise my child to go into Walmart and to steal. So if you were to, so if your child were to go out and make a mistake, is that a reflection of your parenting? We're not gonna go there with, with the children, Sheree. Back up off the kids, Sheree. You don't want none of this about the kids, okay? Because I am gonna give you this, the rest of the episode here. Uh, for the rest of the time we sitting up on this stage. I love it. Oh my iconic. God. Iconic. That is a monologue that I will quote for years to come. There was another funny one. It was season, that same season um, with the parking meter where mm-hmm. Brielle went into the bathroom with, and saw the water bug, but she thought it was roaches. Yes. And then Nina goes, she's talking about roaches in my house. She's got worm and worms in her ass, honey. Yeah! <laughs> I love that one, too. And then the face she makes. Damn <laughs> worms in her ass. Oh, my God. Nina, we love you. Just know that. Nene. <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm choking. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, child, we love you, but you ain't gonna kill me, girl. Oh, hold on, hold on. The best. Oh, my God. I almost said something crazy as hell. I ain't gonna go there, child. Nah, I'm, <laughs> nah I talk a lot of shit, but I'm not problematic, honey. <laughs> a shout out to Nene, girl. We love you, honey. We, we you love you dearly. And you know what else we love, Nene? We love your wigs, too. We do. We absolutely do. And I feel like not only is Nene Leaks iconic, I feel like Nene's wigs are iconic. And I'm not talking about Color Main wigs, her wig line where she charges a thousand dollars for a six thirteen blonde lace front wig. And she's had some good wigs, some bad, and some in between. She's yeah, yeah. I just. What is your favorite Nene Leakes wig, and why is it the Bride of Frankenstein? (laughs) 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 When I immediately saw that wig, that was the only image that popped into my head. One, and I I just absolutely perfect that was some of the funny I'm trying to figure out why she walked her ass up in Phaedra's law office unironically with that did she explain why she had that hairstyle I think she said she was trying to cheer um Phaedra up because it was right around the time like when her and Candy were fighting it sure cheered my ass up, honey. That's a hell of a way to cheer somebody up. I don't know how many times we've caught Nene Leakes actually being a good friend, but her wearing that crazy ass Bride of Frankenstein wig on camera, unironically, to cheer up Phaedra is a good act of friendship in my mind. 
<laughs> I just, I just, like I said, it is the only image that pops through my head. It's Bride of Frankenstein. What else? What, what other mean? reference is there? There's just... Girl. God bless her. I think my favorite Nene Leakes hairstyle is not even a wig. <laughs> it's not even a Nene Leakes wig. You want to know what my favorite Nene Leakes hairstyle is? <laughs> What's one? It's her hair at the bi wig party. Oh, yeah. Nene leaks his hair at the bi wig party. Looks exactly like her hair any other time. Just thinner. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually liked that hair. It tickles the entire dog shit fuck out of me. That... This is the person who is throwing a bi-wig party so that we can see people without their wigs and extensions. And the host of the party looks exactly the goddamn same. I know, right? The irony is not lost upon me, and I feel like it is goddamn hilarious. I'm obsessed. (laughs) I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. You know what it reminds me of? Do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Not recently. It's been a while. Well, there is a part on RuPaul's Drag Race that reminds me of Nene Leakes at the wig, at the bi wig party, and the fact that her regular hair looks just like her hair when she got a wig on. It was a part. There was a lip sync that Monet Exchange did. I think it might have been the finale of All Stars Four, and it was the final lip sync, and she had a little blonde pussycat wig that looked just like Nene Leakes hair the little short little pussycat wig and she snatched her wig off and she had the exact same wig underneath (laughs) I literally melted into a pile of sand when I saw that moment that drag queen shout out to Monet Exchange if you listening to this podcast (laughs) you know what to do but when she snatched that wig off and had the exact same wig underneath you know how some television programs and music videos have to put a trigger warning because it may cause seizures yes mood mood that was the vibe. I feel like I had an entire anime seizure. Because I was like, girl, but that's exactly what it reminds me of. I was like, girl, did you take your wig off? What tracks did you t- I feel like I need to see a bonus scene of Nini actually taking out her hair. Like, how did we get to this point? Because it looks the exact same. God bless her.
Hello. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> Your phone died, didn't it? I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> we back. <laughs> we back, child. But anyway, shout out to Nene Leagues. Yes, we love you. Y'all go look up Color Main Wigs. That's her <laughs> wig company. She got good wigs now. Use our code history <laughs> for twenty percent off of Nene Leaks thousand dollar wigs. One day somebody gonna actually give us a code. <laughs> we'll let you know when. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. If you wanna sponsor this podcast <laughs> and give us an affiliate link, you know what to do. <laughs> you know. But I think that's a good place to that's a good place to close for this episode. Shout out to so Nene Leaks. We love you. Once, we hope Brent is good and continues on the right path to get back to where he was. Yes, we hope that his speech comes back. We 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 hope that he returns to full functionality, a full clean bill of health, back to normal, better than before. We hope that you and your mental health are okay and that you're coping with this in the most positive and healthy way possible as well. So Agreed. we are, you know, praying for you. We love you. Shout out to you. This episode is dedicated to you and your iconic status and all of the great moments and all of the nostalgia that you've provided us over the years, which in part is why we're here doing this podcast. So absolutely. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Keeping it real with you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I had to. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> but this has been our first episode. This is our premiere. This is season one, episode one of Housewives History with Megan and Cherie. How do you feel, Megan? I feel great. I feel like it was a great start. And we are only going to get better from here. And you're only going to hear better cut, better memories and better throwbacks and some you probably forgot all about and we're gonna bring you right back to memory lane yes i cannot wait i'm so excited this was so much fun this was even better than our pilot episode like i feel like us preparing for the real podcast because some of you may or may not know (laughs) that i named the last episode that Megan did on my podcast the backdoor pilot it wasn't intended to be a backdoor pilot right and that's why I called it a backdoor pilot because not all backdoor pilots are necessarily intended to be backdoor pilots exactly no I I feel like because that episode was so good it inspired us to turn this into the great podcast that we just wrapped up or that we're wrapping up right now yeah and so I feel like putting it out as a backdoor pilot on this show would be a great way to go back a little bit and just see how all of this greatness that we're serving you right now came to be. For sure. You're welcome. You're welcome, listeners. You're welcome. We care. We, we love you. We do. That's why we're here. Right. <laughs> that is why we're here. One of the reasons. So with that being said... Make sure you guys are subscribed. If you like the episode, make sure you guys leave us a five-star rating. Make sure you guys leave us a review. Comment on our Instagram. If you like our podcast, (laughs) 
and you want more from us and you want to leave us suggestions or just tell us how fabulous yeah. you think we are Let go to our Instagram <laughs> housewives history with MC and subscribe yes. you'll also find our Instagrams in the bio of that Instagram follow us too yeah Megan tell them where to follow you I am on Instagram, Real Housewives underscore Insta. And I'm also on TikTok, kind of. I don't do it as much anymore, but it's Real Housewives. I think it's underscore TikTok. I don't know. I'll let you know. <laughs> Word. Well, I'll make sure to have the link correct in the yes. description of the episode. So whatever she said it is y'all will have a link to um click on to the yeah. real account when y'all get to the episode yeah pretty y'all sure can it's follow me. for sure i think that's what it is <laughs> what now i'm sorry I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is real has underscore tiktok but i'll let you know <laughs> sweet to be determined yes tdb if you want me you guys can follow me at sheree laveau c-h-e-r-i-e-l-a-v-e-a-u but I would prefer you follow the sister podcast to this show, Real Reality Realness, where I dive deeper into reality TV than most people feel is necessary and then ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that being said, we will be here every week. This episode or this podcast will air every single Friday. I'm not exactly sure what time yet, but we'll let you know all that. There's a couple things that are TD, TBD, TBD, right? TBD? Yes. Did T- I say that right? To be, TBD. Yeah, you're right. To be determined. Because yes. I'm not hip on all this young folks language and abbreviating me. everything. Me, I don't yes. know what the young folks say now. No, me either. To be determined. Yes, please. We'll get a... We'll get a consistent time going. We'll set that up. Make sure you guys follow the pod. Make sure you guys follow us. Let us know what you think about the episode. We'll be posting about it. And until next time, do you have any clo- clo- closing wor- um, words, Megan? All I'm going to say is make sure you come back every week. Every week is a different episode. And like we said earlier, if you really want to go back to when Housewives made us laugh, pretty much all episode, make sure you follow us. Yes, this podcast, I said it in my video on my YouTube channel. I was saying that this is truly going to be a purely positive podcast where, like we said in our theme song, we focused on the good times so y'all can fight about the bad ones absolutely so if you are somebody who's been watching housewives since day one and you Mm want to go back to when the days were good back to the good old days back to the glory days of housewives tune into the show subscribe follow our instagram if you are somebody who started housewives later on in the franchise yes and you don't know about the older housewives and all of the episodes that got us to these toxic problematic episodes that y'all have to suffer through now yes this is a perfect vehicle some may say gateway drug (laughs) for y'all to get into the best days of housewives absolutely you will not be disappointed and 
you can just pretty much go back to see where things started and kind of where who left why they leave and why aren't they friends anymore like i would do that it's better 750,000 <laughs> percent it was better we promise <laughs> It was better before this, I swear. It was better before Beverly Hills got here. We swear. And we're going to prove it yes, every single week. <laughs> just give us a week. Give us a week. Give us one episode. I promise you won't be able to listen to just one. Absolutely. You won't be disappointed. So, on that note, until next time, I'm Cherie Laveau. And I'm Megan. And this has been Housewives History with Megan and Cherie. We'll talk to you guys later. See you later. Bye. Bye.